Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Jay Helms, and I'm the founder of this podcast and movement known as the W2 Capitalist. Uh, today's episode, we check back in with Bryce. He's our gold mining mechanic in North Pole, Alaska. Uh, he is, uh, we talked today, and you'll get to hear him yawn a couple of times in the, in the very first of it because he's transitioning back to day shift, which uh, is, is uh, man, it's got to be painful. I just, uh, Yawn just thinking about it. But anyway, um, he is prepping to move back home to Montana um, and looking for a flip. He's starting that process. And then we get into talking about, excuse me, then we get into talking about all different kinds of stuff uh, and how you can, uh, we actually get get into a conversation about negative ions and how it affects your body and, and just some weird quirky things or, or not or not mainstream, but you know, uh, anyway, you can listen to it. We, we kind of just go off this, go off the rails here as far as real estate investing, but I always enjoy talking to Bryce. He's a very interesting guy, uh, very authentic guy. So, um, I'm willing to talk about whatever he wants to talk about. And in today's episode, it's more of the student is teaching the teacher. So I'm always interested to talk about Bryce, very interesting guy. And, and he definitely turned me on to some stuff and we'll put the links into the show notes for you guys to check out. Uh, we're talking about some negative ions and how they affect your body. So I appreciate Bryce being, being able and willing to bring this up and talk about it. Uh, it's something that definitely interests me. And as he and I continue our relationship and mentorship, uh, I'll be able to update you guys on how, these products that we talk about uh, affect me or if they did affect me at all. So with that being said, let's get to work. You are a W2 capitalist. You are addressing the gap between your successful, fulfilling W-2 job and building wealth for your family through real estate investing. You are ready to earn, invest, repeat. Welcome to the W-2 Capitalist Podcast. Now, let's get to work. Here's your host, Jay Helms. Me too. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Why? What's uh? I mean, it's only what three o'clock beer. Oh yeah, and the transition back over to days. Oh wow. Oh yeah. So that's been that's been fun. When and we you, just. When did you that? start that? When did you start that? When did you start days? Uh, today's the first day. So okay. I've had I've had five days off. I think. This is a, the first time you've ever yawned. Uh, yeah, in our chats. <laughs> the first, uh, yeah, today it's it, it it it'll it'll be a little, little rough. Yeah. Um, days are always so much harder to go back to than nights. Really? Okay. Um, yeah, I, nights are super easy to go to. I wonder why that is. You could stay up all night, like. Um, uh, the the couple of days before. Kind yeah, of it, it, yeah. Even the night before, you could totally. I I could go tonight. <laughs> one day. Look at you. <laughs> uh, plus, I just had uh, had a bunch of friends up here in Alaska, and we just uh, 
completely gutted or I had my place gutted and we put new floors and painted and just did a bunch of stuff. So, um, so time off, really wasn't time off. Mm -mm. Nice. Not even, not even in the slightest. You, uh, I see you drinking that gallon jug there. You try to take a gallon down every day. Try to. Yeah. I probably take one or two down a day. Nice. Nice. Yeah. My wife's been on me for that for years. And finally I, I grabbed onto that idea and I feel so much better. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, oh. yeah, it's, it's amazing if, when you drink. Now I go to the bathroom a lot more. Mm hmm. But uh, I actually didn't understand what it meant to be dehydrated, I don't think. And it's, mm -mm. Um, you know, growing up, I had a, uh, and it still this still affects me to today. My, our, when I was in middle school playing junior high football, uh, our vice principal of the high school, Coach Yancey, he would tell us, hey, because he would come browse the middle school. They were right next to each other. He would tell us if he saw us, walk by a water fountain and not take a sip it was our ass mm -hmm. i don't remember if he guys but i got the picture you know what i'm saying and to this day because i had so much respect for that man or still do to this day i walk by a water fountain doesn't matter where it is i'm getting a sip mm -hmm. and that was 30 something years ago he installed that in me. So, <laughs> but I, I really just, I don't think I ever really understood what dehydrated meant. And now that I drink, uh, I try to do a gallon a day. It's still kind of a struggle for me sometimes, but, um, I feel so much better. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Well, especially it, down there, like it, it, oh, yeah. it's hot. It's, <laughs> the funny <laughs> thing is up in Alaska, like in the wintertime, you've really got to watch yourself too and make sure to drink water as well, because yeah. it, uh, even though it's wintertime, it's still dry as shit out there. Yeah. Like, it's actually considered an Arctic desert. So, you know, I hope I never experience what that means. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't too bad. You get used to it. I'm from Montana, too. So, it, uh, they're somewhat similar. Everybody's just colder for longer and darker. Yeah. The dark thing would get me, man. I'm just telling you. So, um, mm -hmm. What else is going on with you? Uh, nothing. Like I said, like we were just getting uh, bit Back off a little bit shift. more than more than I could chew on getting all this done. <laughs> um, well, just, thinking we was getting like more done. The case, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, 90 trips to Home Depot. Oh, yeah. Hey, um, I had my hey. Last week I had my first. I went to, home, went to Lowe's twice in one day. That's mm -hmm. not the first. The first is it's usually during while I'm doing something. This was before I ever even started. That's awesome. Yes, that was the first. So you get home and go, dang it, I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it. Uh, they flew up on flew up Friday morning, so I came off nights. I took I took Thursday night off because I I just wasn't ready. Like the floor wasn't completely pulled out yet all the staples were pulled and then uh picked them up at two o'clock in the morning came back here the whole plan was uh to get a little bit of sleep because another another set of friends friends were flying in at 2 a.m or 7 a.m so that never happened 
so we just oh, ended up sleep? staying. Yeah, we just yeah. ended up staying up the rest of the night and reminiscing. Yeah. And then uh, picked them up at seven, and I was supposed to. Somebody was loaning me a big paint sprayer. Well, it turns out that was a whole debacle because uh, that paint sprayer did. I, I should have just rented one from Home Depot up here. Mm-hmm. Like that would have been the quickest best. But spent a bunch of time trying to get that thing working. That didn't work, so we went and rented just the whole weekend. Like it just never goes as planned with that. Yeah. And, like learn that friends like don't want to get as much done as you think you want to get done. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're here, they're here to see Alaska too, you know? So that's kind of the hard part is like, man, I thought we were going to get a lot more done, but we got 10 times more done than I could have in, you know, By two days. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So it's just kind of prepping to get moved back home. Um, I was talking, talking with the realtor, um, I might stick up here for a little bit longer than I thought just because I look really good on paper. <laughs> so <laughs> if I was, if I was to get a new job down there, you know, uh, uh, trying to find, I kind of want to do a house flip just kind of to start, you know, find a decent place, flip it and then, or at least buy it and uh, then move down and flip it or something like that. Yeah. Still haven't fully decided yet. Is that going to, um, so is the idea there is because your financials look so much better Uh working that you want to wait until you buy a place? Yeah, pretty much until, until I buy clothes type of thing and then skedaddle down out of here. Cause yeah, yeah, on paper, the the banks will just, I look really good. Yeah. I, I don't owe anything other than what's on my house currently. So nice you know no other forms of debt so it just looks really good yeah versus having no job and yeah yeah hey give me some money yeah well well Well, yeah um so she's on the hunt for a deal there as well as i'm 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 looking as well and keeping my eyes open there was a house that we found but um the only thing I don't like about that is I, I need to do some digging into coming up with some hard money because, you know, having to wait 45 days to close or whatever, and then have to do that all over again. I need to really. Well, what's your, what's your idea? Like you want to buy a place uh, and then, and then move. Uh, what, what, why would you want to get hard money? Um. I, like say I want to try a flip so instead of just taking the time to taking the 45 days you know to to close maybe speed that up a little bit because if it takes 45 days to close on a place and this is incorrect me if I'm wrong um I'm still looking into this and planning on it but uh you know it takes roughly 30 to 45 days to close on a place um and then takes say two to three weeks spruce it up and then another 45 days to close so you're looking at basically three months yeah it depends on what all you have to do the property but your closing timeline uh is accurate the one thing you left out of there is how long it's going to sit on the market before you get a buyer Mm -hmm. um but um but let me ask you said you wanted to buy a place before you moved Mm -hmm. right 
when do you plan to move? Like when you finally close on a place, are you going to say, okay, I'm, I'm out of here. Right. You give me yep. a week's notice. That's, yeah. That's pretty. Uh, yeah. That, that's the idea. And like I say, it, it's kind of just so wishy-washy right now, just cause yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I'm kind of at that goofy point where I want to be out of here so bad, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, man, you just hang in there, like I say, and find a place like a, a steal of a place that you can flip fairly decent. And, well, so you're not going to, you're not going to move though, just because you find a place you want to close on it first. Right? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <clears throat> I don't think you need hard money. No, no. I mean, you've got, you've got some cash to do the repairs and stuff too, right? Yeah. So I, I wouldn't think you would need hard money because if you're going to wait until you move until after you buy the place, the transaction with the bank is already done. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you've got, um, that two week notice you're going to give, uh, in probably another couple of days that you're mm -hmm. going to transition back to Montana. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're get him. I saw it. Damn mosquito. Uh, They're coming out in droves. Are they? <laughs> oh yeah. I had one, I had a bird land on my shoulder yesterday and I was like, Oh, that's a big mosquito. <laughs> the mosquitoes in Florida are ridiculous. Oh yeah. The same up here, actually. Alaska's <laughs> super bad for them. Um, but yeah, I don't think you need hard money, mm -hmm. but it, part of me too. So this comes with a disclaimer. I've never done hard money before, so I don't necessarily know all the ins and outs of it. Um, mm -hmm. and I tend to go back to what I know as painful as it is. And that's dealing with banks. So. Yeah. And I was looking at, there's a, uh, Jeepers, there's certain loans out there right now that I'm qualified for that I was talking with a lender that will do as low as, you know, 15%, 20% down type of thing for flips. Yeah. And so there's actually a lot more, there's a lot more loans. There's, there's one lender that Marie was telling me about because a, a good friend, she's a realtor in Great Falls. And so she's hooked me up with a couple of different lenders. And there's, there's one loan with a lady I need to call about, like, it's kind of an all in one loan. It's not a 203 K, um, but yeah. it's the same type of thing. Basically where they will loan you say the house is worth a hundred or if you can get the house for 120,000, they will loan you that. And then plus the repair costs. So but they, it's not a 203. No, it's not. It's not not that at all. Cause that's what I asked him. Like, no, it's, it's not a 203 K. I just need to call that lady. Um, and another thing Marie was talking, she's like, well, I don't want you to like send out all your information to like all these lenders, which I didn't think would be a big deal. Apparently it, it, it will, uh, it will affect your credit score when they mm -hmm. pull your credit. I try to, to shop around and, and find, um, and I do this with every deal we look at. I, I shop around with two or th well, it's more than two, three or three or four. Mm -hmm. uh, or I excuse me, I narrow it down to three or four, and then I'll pick one of those and send mm -hmm. my information to and see how far we can get. And you just kind of give them the general broad basics of your yeah. finances. Like, what what would you give me if 
you knew I had this or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them, and it depends, you know, you're doing a flip. They're going to want to see a personal financial statement. Mm -hmm. Have you ever done one of those or do you have one of those you track? Yeah, I did one with, uh, with Mason here. He sent me. Okay. Everything. So, um, you know, and most banks have their own forms, but, mm-hmm. um, I've is there got, a good one online to start like type of thing? Or you just track it via Excel type thing? I've, I track mine in Google sheets and it's something mm-hmm. that I just, uh, I'll update quarterly mm-hmm. or when like right now we're looking at a, uh, a property and the bank's already asked for it. And I said, yeah, here you go. Here's the link to it, you know, and mm-hmm. shared it with them. <clears throat> That way it's just real easy for me to communicate that with them. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is one I created on my own because it works for me, <laughs> you know, and for most banks it works. Okay. It works. Okay. Yeah. Some of them will come back and say, um, uh, I really need you to fill out our form. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but they just, yeah, they want a snapshot of who they're, potentially doing business with. And then, you know, um, I've been running into a lot of, um, sellers that want proof of funds before they even accept an offer on, uh, commercial deals, which is, mm-hmm. um, so you may run into that on some flips, but. Mm-hmm. So basically they're, they're wanting like a statement from the bank going, yeah, this dude, yeah, he's pre-approved. Which basically, mm-hmm. and, this is, and that's where it gets, you know, they're going to get your social security number. Um, what I believe happens on a pre-approval is they make sure you're, they pull your credit, right? And make sure you yep. don't have a bunch of debt and make sure your credit score is, you know, somewhere in the 700s plus. Mm-hmm. And that's where it can, because <clears throat> uh, that's where it can get you in trouble if you go to three or four of them and they say, Hey, I want to pull a soft credit report on you. I want to get you pre-approved. Then, you know, I have had to answer, I think it was last year, maybe the year before we were doing this. And, um, the last bank that I went to and it's who I went with, they saw all these pings to my credit from these lending institutions. They're like, Hey, what's this about? You know, and I said, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. I said, well, we were, um, it wasn't last year. It was four or five months ago. And I I had to tell them, I said, well, we were looking for a car, you know, we're Mm -hmm. shopping for a car. We got, we got pretty excited about this one and, um, you know, we were trying to close on it. And of course my dumb self, I went to lending tree. I think it was, no, it wasn't lending tree. Hey everybody, I want to take a break from the action real quick and point you over to Passive Real Estate Investor Academy. It's one of our affiliate sponsors for the show. Um, Annie Dickerson, who leads up the academy there, I've met her, I met her at a conference last year. I uh, wanted to meet her because she is actually on uh, one of our posts, uh, 12 sites every financial freedom seeker should know about. Uh, the things that they're doing at Good Ag Investments, uh, I'm just amazed by. Uh, she had a very successful W-2 career, but also, uh, I think it was last year, uh, 2018, 
she was able to pull her parachute cord and become a corporate dropout and focus on real estate investing full time. So, and by that, I mean her and her partner are now syndicating deals through their uh, corporation, Good Egg, Good Egg Investments. And what I'm most impressed by these, these ladies, what they're doing is they closed, I think it was around 3,500 doors last year. Um, and now they're teaching, they've launched this course, Passive Real Estate Investor Academy, uh, to teach people what it really means to become a passive real estate investor and working with syndicators, whether you work with them or not, it helps you understand what a passive real estate investor is all about. So check them out. We have a specific link for you. You can find it at helmsrei.com slash P-R-E-I-A. All right, let's get back to it. Who was it? Anyway, doesn't matter who I went to. It was, it was one of those that tries to hook you up. It was a broker that tries to hook you up with three or four. They have my information, so they automatically pulled it. Although I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure I checked some pre-authorization. Hey, I agree. Let them do it. And then, so I had to explain it. It, I don't, it didn't hurt me. You know, I still got approved, but, in, and then we didn't buy the car. So <laughs> Yeah. I think there's a couple of them you can check, like, you can check one a quarter through like a couple of different places, I think. Yeah, you can, you can pull your, um, the, you're correct. And you can keep your mm -hmm. eye on that. But when it, when a different institution does it, then mm -hmm. it, it makes it look like, Hey, you're, you're, I don't say up to something, but you're up to trying to do, um, some sort of transaction and mm -hmm. the bank just wants to know what that is, you know? <clears throat> no, that's awesome. How's, uh, how's everything else on your end? You guys find any more places to pick up? Yeah. So we're, we're selling our duplex. Um, turns out it's in, in the guy who, um, the guy's buying it is getting a VA loan, but, um, you know, there was some wood rot we didn't know about that, uh, we, we were getting fixed which led into, oh, hey, there's some actual roof damage. So now we're kind of going through that to figure out, can we just repair the roof or can we, or does the whole thing have to be redone? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a bummer, but I'm telling you, man, we're, we're so ahead on this deal. I, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with paying five grand to, to get a roof. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. And um, so <clears throat> I've been talking to my realtor, uh, we're going to 1031 exchange this, which mm -hmm. basically means, um, you know, tax-free, we'll be able to take that and invest into like-minded assets, mm -hmm. which means, you know, anything from raw land up, right? And uh, he brought me a, um, I want to say it was a 33-unit mobile home park. Um, oh, wow. The seller is willing to do... <coughs> some if not all owner financing mm -hmm. and this would this would be a game changer for us i mean it would be that really to, moves the needle yeah like 20 grand a month move whoa yeah it's it's generating cash what's he wanting for a down payment on that that's awesome well he knows i've got that uh, uh it's gonna be about a hundred thousand that i have to mm -hmm. 1031 exchange um, and that's all I, I told him about. So, mm -hmm. uh, that would be about 10% of what he's asking. So, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Now I haven't went and actually looked at the park. I virtually drove by it cause it, and it's right here local, but this has all happened within the last week 
or so. Um, pretty excited about it, you know, just to see that. And then there's another one over in Mobile. It's a 15 unit apartment complex. Uh, it's been completely renovated. Um, I'm talking to the guy who's doing that one. Um, it would also be a really good opportunity, mm -hmm. but not as good as the Mobile part. <laughs> If all the numbers, if all the numbers work out like they're being projected, you know, you got to do that. Now that would really move the needle. That would be awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah. How's your other apartment complex coming? It has come along. It's, um, we, let's see, we trying to think of what we talked about last time. It, so we've been going through renovations, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, we should have raised more money is what we figured out by now. And, and so we're trying to battle with that. What we're trying to do or think about doing is, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, the, I'm trying to think of where we, where we talked about this last time. So we're renovating units as quickly as we can get them renovated. They are leasing, right? Mm -hmm. We've run into some things that we didn't expect to happen. We've replaced more air conditioners than we thought we needed to. Um, the renovation costs have been higher than expected. Mm -hmm. So we're going to end up with about, um, I think it's 10 units. So a fourth of the units, excuse me, 25% of the units um, are not going to be renovated. But because we bought it so cheap and the occupancy was so low uh, from a physical and from a uh, financial situation, we should be in a good move to um, refinance. Oh, okay. Get a little bit more cash out. Well, yeah. And the idea is to get the cash out, give it back to the investors, uh, so they're made whole, right? And then mm -hmm. after that is just rinse and repeat, you know, you, um, so basically what I'm saying is the idea is to, um, and I'm not being very clear on this <laughs> and I apologize, but we're, uh, the idea is to, to renovate those last units with the cash flow that com that's coming in, but, Oh, okay. We want to make sure that the, the investors are made whole as quickly mm -hmm. as possible. So if we can do that by September, that will be uh, two years um, from the time they put in, right, to, to they got their money back. So that's a pretty good turnaround. Um, Jeremy Hans, who's one of my partners, has taken the lead on it. And, man, he's, he's taking the bull by the horns uh, these last couple of months and making things happen. So. And we also have a great property manager up there too. She's, she's doing great. How far is that from you? This it, property? It's about two, two and a half hours. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's a bit of a drive, but it's all, it's mostly all interstate. So it's, it's not mm -hmm. bad at all. So how, how did you structure that? Well, I guess we haven't talked about this or whatnot, but like, did you guys like just form a, an LLC under all the partners type of a thing? Mm -hmm. And that's how you house it then? Yep. That's how you keep it. Okay. And then yep. the LLC just pays out its investors type of thing? Yep. Yep. 
the um, and there's two different classifications of investors. There's the general partners, or what's commonly known as general partners. I don't think we have it as label as general partners in our operating agreement, but there's general partners and there's limited partners. Mm -hmm. The general partners are what we consider asset managers who make the day-to-day -day decisions on where the property is going to go, right? And the limited partners are the money guys. I think I'm saying that right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so our limited partners would be our, our investors. Mm -hmm. But was yeah, it fairly are. easy to find financing for that, like on a new LLC or who, who else has to back that or who else has to put their name on the line? I can say yes. Cause I didn't have to do that. <laughs> That's where one of yeah. our other general partners came in. They had an existing banking relationship that, um, they had closed a couple of deals in similar size mm -hmm. on this. So, uh, when they took it to their banking contact, it was like, yeah, you know, it's, mm -hmm. here's how we're going to structure that. Um, but, most until it gets over a million or so dollars, the actual loan, most uh, banking institutions is going to be a non re uh, or excuse me, it's going to be a recourse loan, which means they need to see somebody on your somebody's balance sheet that can cover the loan if necessary. Oh, okay. So, so somebody else is on the hook other than the LLC for correct. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you get over a million dollars and you can get a non-recourse loan, then the property basically will sustain itself, right? And mm -hmm. you don't have to have anybody with a with a high net worth that can sign on the loan for you. Okay. That makes sense. And there's ways, you know, there's ways to accommodate that. You can get, you know, I don't know. I've got about five minutes and then I got a jet, but there's, yeah. we can get into that in a different um in a different call if you want to but no absolutely hey i'm glad to see you're not wearing pink today by the way <laughs> i love pink man come on <laughs> i got my elevate infused gear on and we're ready to go now what is elevate uh so elevate it uh it's a negative ion infused clothing okay um, and the best I understand it is so we're surrounded by negative ions all the time. Like people are going to listen to this and go, this kid sounds stupid, but it works. Like, um, you basically wear one of these shirts and, uh, it gives you energy, all that. I sound like a used car salesman type of a thing, but, uh, no, actually have it. um, I'll send you some links on it. It was, it was discovered by a doctor. His name's Kit Carson, Kit Core Labs. Okay. Uh, dot com if you want to check it out but i'll send you some links to it um and uh what he discovered he's a chiropractor and he's actually a sports medicine guy for uh um what, what, what he was sports sports medicine for the denver broncos at one time and the dallas cowboys okay and uh he discovered this way that he could infuse clothing with negative ions because apparently negative ions are better than positive ions. Like we're bombarded with positive ions all the time, with artificial light and, and different things like that. So it sounds crazy, but like I was, I was dealing with some uh, pretty gnarly shoulder pains and issues. And uh, I had some friends that sent me one of these shirts and I'm like, just, just try this out. Yeah. And I tell you, I tell you what, like it, 
definitely has helped, I think. Okay. And uh, they, they've got a, a line of sheets that they infuse, too. To be honest, like, I've never slept better. Like, my 72-year-old grandma got a set of sheets, and she called me up a couple of weeks ago and goes, hey, I think these things are working. Yeah. <laughs> I've, been, I've, I've been sleeping very, very well the last couple of nights. Nice. Um, well, you, it, it's what, what, Go what's ahead. that? It, uh, it's just interesting stuff. And so yeah. like, I'm always, I'm always down to try something new out and see if it works. Well, you've got me interested enough. And, and so here, here's the reason why is that, um, you know, there's what people consider alternative medicine and I'm using air quotes, mm-hmm. right. And it's not the, Hey, I'm going to go to a general physician. It's, it's, I'm going to go to a chiropractor. I'm a huge fan of chiropractic work. Um, mm-hmm. mainly I had something going on with my neck. I went to my normal physician. They wanted to subscribe me some muscle relaxers, put me through therapy, six weeks of therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, the muscle relaxers they gave me come to find out I'm allergic to, and man, oh, great. yes, I think my wife was like, um, and I didn't know this, right? I mean, this is when I discovered that, but, uh, I, I broke down crying one night and wanting my mom, you know, and all this stuff. And, and oh, my, wife, my wife was like, what's wrong with you? I was like, the only thing I could think of is I took that medicine. Blah, blah. So I quickly figured out, Hey, I'm, I'm no longer taking that again. <clears throat> I went to the chiropractor the next day and you know, he popped and cracked me and all this stuff. And within a day's time, instant relief. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, um, another thing, I just picked up an affiliate for the show. Uh, it's called, <clears throat> excuse me, Everly. Well, they do these home, home uh health test and the one that i grabbed was and this is why i wanted them to be affiliated the show was a food sensitivity test because oh, i really having, want to try those yeah do it do it because i've been having acid reflux and gerd i've, I've gone to two physicians over the last five years uh the third one is uh, was a gastro specialist and they're all like yes you definitely have gerd you have acid reflux let's subscribe you some medicine well I went through two different prescriptions because the first one didn't work and they're like, Oh, mm-hmm. well let's try this one. It kind of worked, but then there were days when it, when it didn't. Right. I mean, if it's a prescription, it just should, it should work, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I kept telling my wife, I was like, there's something else going on. There's something else going on. Maybe I'm, a, maybe I'm allergic to carbohydrates or whatever, but I took one of these food sensitivity tests and come to find out I have a sensitivity to gluten. Mm-hmm. I changed my diet about a month ago. No, two no months gluten ago. At no. all. Well, I mean, if there's some cookies or, you know, cake, it's hard, now, it's yeah. hard man. It's, but I've figured out that when I, if, when I stay away from gluten and my wife actually made some gluten free chocolate chip cookies the other day, Ooh. but I, they were awesome. They're awesome. Actually. Mm-hmm. Um, that when I stay away from gluten, fine uh, you know i have I, about a month ago i stopped taking the medicine that wasn't working anyway mm-hmm. and i've had no issues no more waking up during the middle of the night choking on acid reflux no more night sweats nothing and is it just a uh just a mouth swab deal that you do and send it back into them that one was a blood test so they send you these little uh one use finger prick systems yep. you guys drop a blood on a, on a few different pieces of uh paper 
but it and it takes them a few weeks to to process it but it is well worth the wait in my opinion i will i will definitely have to look into that but no yeah. this guy yeah he was a he's still okay he's not just an 80 year old chiropractor and they yeah. they discovered because the way he explains it um and he's totally against not 100 percent because we still need the medical profession but he's against right. all like exactly what you're talking about them just slinging you pills yeah because i, I had uh, one of the guys i know ken byers out of michigan uh he owns byers media he got hooked up with dr kit in california flew out there just to see him to kind of meet him because they wanted to bring this product to the market and ken had been having some shoulder issues and Dr. Kit kind of looked him over and had him do his thing. And he said, okay, hang on. I'll be right back. And he goes and grabs a flashlight and shines it in his eye like 14 or how many times and says, okay, now look away, look at the wall, does this a couple of times. And he goes, your, your shoulders healed up fine. Your brain just still thinks it's, um, it's broken or it's hurt, you know? Yeah. And so Ken said, what? He said, you're, you're kidding me. He said, no, he said, have your wife do this like three or four times a day for the next five days, week or whatever. And Ken <laughs> said, Bryce, he's, he's a super, super awesome guy. He's like, man, I said, I, I've never experienced anything like that in my life. Like yeah. after a week, he said, I have full mobility in my shoulder. I can move it. He said it apparently it was just in my head that my, my shoulder was still, he said, your shoulder healed. It's just your brain hasn't registered with it, that it's, it's back to normal. I wonder if that's what's wrong with my knees right now. <laughs> Cause man, they are killing me. Um, but no, I'll send you some links. It, it, yeah. it's, it's interesting stuff because they, they made it, they made good points on like, you ever sat and by a river or whatever, and you just feel calm or by yeah. the ocean. Cause that, apparently it's, it's putting off negative mass amounts of negative ions and your body is receiving that and really enjoying where it's at. Yeah. Your mood changes, everything changes makes sense um, to me I, get, I mean i get it uh, um, and i'm no doctor no nothing like that but i gave a set of socks to a buddy one time and when he flies and he gets really his feet get really inflamed and swell up when he flies i do too and he said, and he said uh, i'll send you some elevate socks then I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna buy um i'm gonna get a shirt and some sheets at minimum Test right it. on it uh it's yeah. good it's cool stuff like it's it's man, they're, it, they're it's interesting. I mean, that's, uh, it's, it's just amazing, you know, because every time I, there's a, there's a bridge here, um, it's called three mile bridge. Now for most people, it's a headache because it is, uh, sometimes a traffic jam. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but when I drive over it, I feel that calming sensation you're talking about. Now I'm not mm -hmm. really, I'm paying attention to the traffic but I'm also absorbing, Hey, I'm, I'm over water right now, you know, and mm -hmm. look, trying to look for dolphins or watching pelicans dive bomb, all this other stuff. So it's amazing to see or feel that calming sensation that comes over when I drive over the bridges that get us to the little mm -hmm. peninsula that we live on. So, um, so that, I, so I don't think, I don't think the doc or you are full of it. You know, I kind of feel like, there's there's something to that let me explore that you know yeah and that's exactly how i got kind of turned on to this and i'm like no, you're, you're crazy no way and I'm yeah. like, just just try one of these shirts out and uh they've got some pretty cool testimonials um like one one of the people 
they're a nurse or whatnot and had major trouble with their feet. And after it's not a cure, it's, it's not a cure for anything. It just gives your body that extra little, little edge yeah, or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, little, little boost. Yeah. To, I'm always trying to, to figure out how to, uh, be more energized maybe controlled energy (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I, you know, I'm around, um, my new boss, he is a senior VP of global sales and man, he's, he has this excitement about him. That's pretty contagious. Mm -hmm. Like I, I hate having meetings with him in the afternoon because he's going to get me so jazzed up that I'm not going to go to sleep till like two or three o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. I'm not wired that way. And I, I wish I was more, maybe not to that level, but mm-hmm. at least closer to that than I am today. So I'm always trying mm-hmm. to figure out, you know, usually it's Red Bull. Red Bull will get me going, right? It'll give me wings. But I don't necessarily like drinking all that. It it, it tends to make me feel funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I, I used to, when I was way younger, I, I think Red Bull was like part of my blood for a little bit. And yeah. <laughs> I grab I grabbed an energy drink the other day and took like four sips and just like because I, I I've really cut out sugar yeah and so, oh wow nice um not not fully just really tried to be conscious of yeah. of the amount of sugar intake I've been taking but uh, do you have to do a lot of like soas muscle work or what do you do you do quite a bit of setting down then for your normal W two job I do now. Um... Yeah, more than I'd like. And they, and they do they do some things here at this company where they have a masseuse that comes in once a week. You can reserve a time, go get massaged. And then like twice a week, they have um, uh, sessions of like chair yoga and meditation and stuff like that. But um, I've got to get in, you know, I'm only four days in, today's day number five. So um, mm-hmm. I've got to get into a different rhythm of making sure I get up and down. Now, of course, being the new guy, uh, I'm learning that meetings pop up all the time. Mm-hmm. So I may get 30 minutes to sit at my desk and somebody will send me an invite or walk by my uh, office and say, hey, I need you for this meeting. Come on. And, you know, so then it's getting up and walking yep. around. So I'm not sitting a whole lot, but there, I foresee there being times where I, I've got to be mindful of saying, okay, I got to get up. I got to move, you know, another thing I haven't tried it yet, maybe to put on your list or it's called a so right. Okay. Um, PSO. It's like a little, looks like a little, uh, two little volcano deals or whatnot that you can, because apparently, and this is just me blabbing on about stuff I've read or whatnot, but for people that said a lot, they're so as it like wraps around, I think it wraps around like your abdominal and actually like hooks to the lower part of your back, okay. like through the groin area and people that sit a lot or there's a lot of back issues that are kind of traced to that because it can really pull yeah. a different way. And so like this dealer or whatnot, you just lay, lay down on it and you can, and you can work it up into that. So as, and really bust it up. Okay. From what, I was, what, what I've been reading. PSO. Right. Yep. Okay. Um, they're on Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that. And they are super like, from what I've seen, anybody that's ever tried them, like 
is like, man, this is the, the greatest thing ever. Cause it like, it's just one of those deals. It just digs into your lower abdominal area yeah. and really loosens some shit up in there. You know, when some of these things come out like this, I'm always amazed. I was like, I thought we were an advanced society. You know, when are we going to mm-hmm. stop making new stuff that solves what seems to be a very common problem? You know, mm-hmm. like, uh, there's a comedian, I think it's Jim Gaffigan that talks about, um, the redesign of the ketchup bottle and how they put the cap on the bottom and how embarrassing yep. that should be for the ketchup people <laughs> to say, yes, hey, exactly. You know, like, why didn't you think of that before? You know, but it's, it's, it's so all, all innovation, I guess. Yeah. I've been having some issues where I can't figure it out as I've got ribs that keep popping out the front for no apparent reason. So like right now, I think, I think I got one or two dislocated ribs yeah. up front. And so I've just been doing a bunch of reading on different stuff to, cause I go have them pop back in and then they randomly just kind of click out. You go so. and you're, I imagine you're going to the chiropractor. That's who's popped mine back in before. And uh, yep. it is, it is not a fun process. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. It's not even because it took me a long time to figure out, like, because I thought it was chest pains. Like, I thought it was, I'm like, oh, great. Like, I used to smoke. So I'm like, okay, great. I'm getting the I lungs are already going at a young yeah. age. And then I figured out, like, no, 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 it's not internal. It's something, something in the sternum area. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I haven't, I'll, I'll knock on wood because I don't, I'll do whatever I can to not have an issue with that again. But it's, I've had a couple pop out and going back and getting them put back in because mm-hmm. the entire time you just feel like you've got a broken rib, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. Boards that popped out in the front or the back is in the back. Mine was in the back. Yeah. Mine keep going. Like it, it's not like it doesn't hurt when they pop out, but it definitely does when you move on, but like it, mm. they're right. Like where it connects to the sternum, they pop out of their little socket there. <laughs> mine, uh, mine was definitely in the back and it was, um, I don't know if you've ever had an actual broken rib, but mm-hmm. it, it felt that way. Like it, mm-hmm. like every time I take a breath, I would feel it. Um, it extremely painful for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, I don't have a, I don't have a very high sense, um, sensitivity to pain. I'm, I'm a big wuss. So, mm-hmm. but, um, oh, jeepers, we went way over here, brother. Yeah. Sorry. I was going to say, I got to go. I've got to uh, go get showered, ready to, ready to hit the, hit the road. So, um, but I've enjoyed talking. I think I've learned more this time than, uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't take whatever I have to say to the bank, but do some digging in on your, I own. will, I will. I am. I'm, I'm getting me some level eight, uh, shirts and, and sheets. So. I'll shoot, I'll shoot you a link when we jump off here. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's perfect, man. I appreciate it. Well, look, uh, let's, uh, let's link up again sometime soon. Okay. Now, I will give you a heads up. Uh, we're going back to the doctor tomorrow. Okay. For the baby. And, um, they Ooh, told us to bring yeah, it back. That's close. Yeah. They told oh, us boy. to bring it back. So just in case, um, we talked about my wife and I talked about it last night. I don't think anything's going to happen, but we'll see. We'll see. So we're, we're right there. Yeah, a lot of we're, changes. Yeah. <laughs> if I, like I didn't, didn't need something else going on. Uh, you know, we had the, that's what my realtor told me the other day. He said, now, not that you need anything else going on, but here's something for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, 
hey, I'll take it, man, because it, it really is a game changer. So we'll, we'll see. We'll make sure the numbers work out on that one for sure. But I like it. Man, always a pleasure to talk to you. Good luck uh, transitioning to the day shift. Oh, yeah. We'll just uh, <laughs> get right in there with it. It'll be fun. And if we, uh, if we need to make – because I know this is super early for you, right? Because what time do you have to be at work? Uh, I got to be at work at 545. So I got to be okay. like I was up – you know, I was up at 245 in the morning or something like that. So okay. It ain't too bad. It's not too bad. We'll, ma- we'll make it. I'll make it work however. Okay. However we need to. It's only, you know, once every week or every other week or 10 yeah. days, whatever. We can do it. Just lots more coffee. That's it. That's it. All right, buddy. I will talk to you soon. Um, look forward to hearing what Marie finds for you down in Montana. Yeah. Very, very excited. All right, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you All again, right, Jay. Yeah, buddy. I'll see you. Later, dude. Bye.